I'm with Bromley's loneliness champion, Councillor Aisha Cuthbert. Uh, welcome to the Bromley Bus. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and just to correct you slightly on the name, I know it's spelt kind of differently, but it's Asia, just almost like the continent, um, Asia. So yeah, <laughs> be, you're not the first one. You won't be the last one um, to, to mispronounce that. So um, I blame my parents. Not only did they give me a unique name, but they decided to spell it differently as well. <laughs> yeah, and you also have um, a Canadian accent, obviously, but you are a bromelian, to use a term that's been used with us lately. Yeah, so I moved to the UK 11 years ago, and my husband, my now husband, he wasn't my husband at the time, but um, he, his mother was born and raised in Liverpool, so a Liverpudian. Um, and we decided to move here, and we were only going to stay for about two years. Um, and yeah, 11 years later, we're still here, so this is kind of our home now, and uh, we, we intend to stay for, for the long term. I don't think you can get much more embedded than being a councillor because it's an invitation to everybody within Shortland, which is your uh, ward, isn't it? I think that's the term you use. Um, an invitation for everybody there to uh, deliver their problems to you and uh, to expect you to fix as many of them uh, as are humanly possible. Yeah, so I think with local politics, it's really interesting because, um, I mean, a lot of people focus, and the media focuses a lot on national politics, and that's obviously important, but local politics really affects your day-to-day -day life. And you think about all the things that the council does as services to its local residents. Um, you know, bin connect collections, recycling, um, and then on the other side of that, that's really annoying obviously when your pins aren't collected on time. So I do, you know, I, for, well, luckily, um, I don't get uh, too many of those because those complaints because our recycling is quite good and our bin collection is quite good. But, um, you know, on the other side of the more, I guess, lifestyle issues um, that can affect you, housing, um, care, education, not, not to so much to the extent of um, being embedded in schools, but um, that's all really important things to people's lives. And so local politics really does affect your day-to-day -day life, probably more so than um, national politics, but um, that there you go. So I find it very interesting to be involved and to be a counselor. And I wasn't really thinking about doing it and someone suggested it to me one day and I thought, oh, well, that might be a good idea. I looked into it a bit more and I stood and I won and here we go, nearly four years later. <laughs> and now you have this uh, role of loneliness champion for the borough, which the, the loneliness uh, initiatives are mm -hmm. fairly recent, I think around 2018, and uh, Joe Good, the late MP, and others were involved in its creation. And to my sorrow, we have a loneliness minister, who I think is Baroness Barron at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're a local lead on this. and. The reason you're on the show right now is because you've just uh, had a strategy on loneliness announced for the council. Yeah, that's right. So I am, um, yeah, tackling loneliness champion for Bromley. And it is quite a title and it, it, it is a little bit daunting sometimes to think about it because it is such a huge problem. It's um, one that the executive and the council is really keen to tackle and to try to mitigate as much as possible. And there's this statistic that I always like to, to kind of refer to, um, and it's quite shocking actually, but loneliness is more detrimental to your health than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Um, and it's got a real effect, um, you know, your mental health and your physical health, so many different things. 
So it's really important for us as accounts, and the government thinks this is an important issue as well, that we try to tackle this. And what I really like about this project, both locally and nationally, is it is cross-party, so it's not really political. Um, you know, parties on either side of the aisle, both nationally and locally, they understand that this is a really big problem for a lot of our residents, and we really need to try to address it. Um, so you, you're right. I think it was. I think Joe Cox was elected in 2015, and right off the bat, she was. She's one of those politicians. She's a Labour politician, and I and I I think she was absolutely great. Um, she just got on with it. You know, she had these key things, policy things she wanted to achieve and in, in only a year, I think she was only an MP for a year, but she achieved so much in that. But one of the things that she wanted to achieve was addressing loneliness because when she was door knocking and trying to get elected, she heard from a lot of people on the doorstep that, you know, they were affected by loneliness. They were, you know, their neighbor, they felt like was maybe isolated. So she felt like that was a, a big problem um, to try to tra tackle. And obviously she spoke to the government at the time, the Cameron government, and they were really sympathetic to it. And she was able to achieve a lot. And um, at the, the time, the loneliness minister was Tracy Crouch, and they worked very, very closely together. And the government came out with a loneliness strategy, which we in Bromley took a few of the key kind of priorities and objectives from that strategy and, and tried to make them a little bit our own. Um, and and kind of backing up a little bit, but in 2019, um, our leader at the time, um, well, he still is our leader, Colin um, Smith, uh, asked me because I had just become his executive assistant and he asked me to try to take on this project. And we both agreed, we were kind of talking about different projects I could do. And we both agreed um, that loneliness was a big issue. Um, and one of the other things that people I don't think necessarily realize is that loneliness can affect anyone at any time in your life. So if you think someone's, you know, they've got a job, they're married, they have children, oh, that person can't be lonely. That's not necessarily the case. And same thing on the other side, you know, people who are, you know, living alone and, you know, they may be like that. They might not be lonely. So loneliness can affect so many different people in so many different age categories. Um, and we were really interested in focusing on, you know, obviously older people because they are traditionally people that do suffer from loneliness a lot. But we're also interested in, you know, um, younger adults, you know, potentially living care. They don't have that family structure necessarily. Um, new parents, you know, myself, that's why I was quite passionate about it. Um, I became a new parent in 2018 and going from a full-time job, very busy counselor after that, you know, rushing from my, my full-time job in the city to council meetings um, at night and then, you know, literally the next day having this baby um, and the birth was quite traumatic and I had to be in the ICU for about a week. So I think that all played a part in actually coming home and being by myself. My husband worked long hours and I really did feel isolated. I felt very lonely. I felt, you know, totally out of my depth. Um, you know, being a former swimmer, I kind of felt like I was almost swimming, sinking rather than swimming. Um, so it, it took a while to kind of get out of that funk. and. Um, not until I joined different groups um, and started meeting other parents did I kind of get out of it and I realized that this is this is this is an issue that it can affect anybody um, so the strategy seeks to address all those different kind of points in people's lives that they might affect might be affected by loneliness um, yeah so we're really excited about it I've seen 
all too much evidence of loneliness. You don't need to go far for this kind of thing. The people who pass away in flats and nobody has been in there and they just discover the body, that's the extreme end of it. Um, like the guy I bumped to who's driving up the road on a mobility scooter, when I said hello to him, he said, oh, you're the first person that's not been in a shop I've spoken to in four months. Um, and as you say, um, situations that kind of make you retreat into a, a lifestyle where you're just alone with your own children, a uh, person in a local retail place I saw the other day who has tons of customers going through, has friends, but is feeling lonely because of lack of partner and not sure that she has the confidence to go out there and woo uh, at all. It has so many dimensions to it. And it also means it cuts across council services as well. So what's the, the big things that people might see as a result of the strategy that might inform a plan? Because I'm guessing a, with a strategy you should follow a plan and some milestones. Yeah, so you're absolutely right, Darren. Um, uh, so our the strategy is following a plan. We're we're having we're creating a comprehensive action plan right now. That's going to the adult PDS in. So for people listening that doesn't don't necessarily know what PDS stands for, but Policy Development Scrutiny Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to committee in April, um, where that's going to be scrutinized and. Residents can feed in, you know, counselors from all sides can feed into that. Um, but I think what you will see, and you, you kind of picked up on something there, um, it crosses all different departments in the council. So it's it's not, it, you know, it is, t- it does tend to be um, older people who suffer from loneliness the most, but it's not exclusive. So what I really wanted to do, and what I, you know, tell officers often, I'm sure they get annoyed at me saying this, going on about this. Um, all the time, but we need to make sure that it's not just the um, adult social care department that owns this. It has to be cross-departmental. Everybody in the council owns this. This is basically, loneliness is everybody's business. Mm. That's what I keep saying. Loneliness is everybody's business. So one of the things that we're doing is when a committee is, when when a contract or a new commissioning service comes up for renewal, Counselors across the board are going to be asked, can this contract, can we input loneliness, tackling the loneliness strategy in action at all in this um, report? Can we implement something in this contract, the service, this, um, uh, you know, whatever we're basically buying from uh, that contractor, can we implement something to do with loneliness that will help us reach our goals? Um, so I'll give you an example. So I was at a, a housing a scrutiny panel the other day, and uh, one of our officers brought a con- contractor renewal service for a um, an older people's kind of scheme, and it was very good, and it was very you know comprehensive contract uh, renewal services, and I had just asked, well, I just noticed that the organization, the company that um, was was tendering this service we, we, we chose, they had a big loneliness um, strategy because they have homes all over the country and they have a lot of veteran services. Um, and so I just asked the question, can we implement something to do with loneliness? Can we have one of these cafes in um, and open to the community that they have elsewhere in the country? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, we can do that. Um, and it's just about asking that question and making sure that officers, that counselors, that residents, the general public know about this, so they can just ask the question. You know, nine times out of the ten, if you ask the question, there's something we can do. You know, even with uh, I don't know 
the bin collections in, in Bromley. You know, maybe we can implement something and there, I think there is something similar to this, but something that says, well, you know, if our, uh, the, the collection guys or girls are out there and they're noticing that somebody's not, you know, there's no rubbish being collected, there's no recycling, just flagging that to the council and going, well, you know, this person, I don't know if they're like in or they're not, it's just a welfare check, anything like that. We need to just implement and make sure that we're utilizing our services, our contracts to the best of our ability to tackle loneliness. Um, and that's really part of the strategy. Uh, that we're going to do that it's going to change on the day-to-day if you see what I mean Um, but yeah so there's so many different areas that we can implement loneliness and it's it's really it is everybody's business across the council it's equally interesting that part of it is uh, continuing a conversation about loneliness and tackling stigma Mm -hmm. because yeah it is literally one of those things I'm not going to turn up to you when I'm out and about and say oh hello my name's Darren I'm lonely Mm -hmm. Uh, because I would fear you sort of inching in the opposite direction pretty fast Mm -hmm. oh my god it's a widow Mm -hmm. Um, whether people articulate it in those words or not uh, something needs to be done to kind of empower people to at least engage with other people and not, not to hide when they're feeling like this yeah and i think that's that's totally the case so what we don't want to do is is have all these events and kind of organizations and different things that you can attend that says oh for lonely people Mm. (laughs) no that's the kind of the opposite of what we would do we want to have a catalog and you know this is where our our, you know partners um community links bromley are coming in catalog of different events different things that you can go to because you know what's interesting to you might not be interesting to me so everything from you know a friends walking group to you know friends of the parks to um, play groups for new moms and dads to uh, you know anything of interest to people coffee mornings um, you know lots of our churches do coffee mornings so uh, you know, joining a golf club, joining sports. Um, there are so many different things that you can do to kind of get out and meet new people. Um, and that's really what it's about. It's just putting all those resources, all those um, programs in front of people so that they are feeling like, actually, like you spoke about the um, the, the woman who owns their, their own business and meets a lot of people during the day, but actually... You know, they might feel that they might join a group after work and meet mm-hmm. new people and get out there. Um, so that's what it's really about. It's not necessarily saying, you know, having a whole catalog of this is for lonely people. It's just about putting the right resources in front of people so they feel like there's, you know, there's new people that they can meet. There's organizations there to support them. Um, and there's just so many things going on and you know they can they can meet new people and that's sometimes it's 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 sometimes that easy i'm going to ask you in a moment about a couple of the more prominent organizations in bromley that have been part of forming the strategy and that yeah. people might look at but whether they were involved or not, one of the ones that has impressed me that we've come across since we've been doing the Bromley Buzz is the University of the Third Age, mm-hmm. which I think is focused on older people. But it just enables older people to go, oh, I fancy having a club and having some like-minded people and doing this with it, whether it's just painting a back fence to um, <laughs> life modelling art classes to building a, a small temple. I mean, it's a ridiculously diverse thing and they've got a lot of members uh, and they don't get enough sharing. Um, so 
that's one example of a group which anyone listening to this about lonely should really take a look at and throw themselves into a bit. Um, who would you recommend, perhaps? Well, you know, there's so many groups like that that we don't even potentially know about in Bromley because there's so many different things going on and um, since taking on Loneliness Champion I found so many great examples of little nuggets, little kind of organizations across Bromley that are doing fantastic things and it's just, oh I didn't know about that and sometimes I will tell the local ward councillors, oh did you know this group existed in your ward? No I had no idea. So it's really important for us to have this like directory, like you mm. know, a uh, uh, um, kind of tackling loneliness, kind of community hub directory that people know about and can go to. Um, I, so there was two over 200 organizations at the launch event in 2019, just before the pandemic, mm. where we launched this. We want to tackle loneliness. What are your ideas? So over 200 organizations. So lots of um, different inputs uh, from that, that, that summit that we held in June 2019. And then when we were creating the strategy, we had over 50 organizations join our workshops and stakeholders um, input. So there's been a, a load of different um, organizations, voluntary, charity, um, kind of resident organizations involved. But I would say, obviously, the main um, organizations that um, I think input because of just their size and their depth and their experience was obviously Community Links Bromley, which they do have a lot of contracts with um, the council to do a lot of this stuff already. Um, so it's just been about really speaking to them and going, okay, well, how can we make these services even better? How can we reach out to even more people? Um, so it's Community Links Bromley, um, Bromley Well, again, another big provider. Um, you know, Mind, because they, you know, that's their bread and butter. They deal with a lot with loneliness and isolation, more maybe to the kind of the more, um, let's say, more of the severe side potentially um, and then HUK of course HUK mm. Bromley and Greenwich um, uh, their chief executive Mark has been great so you know there's those big organizations they they've already you know a lot of them already have contracts from Bromley so it's you know it's been those conversations of how can we um, you know how can we utilize these contracts even better and serve more people that way um, and how can we ensure that you know what we've what we contracted you to do aligns with our, our strategy. Okay, well one of the other parts of the strategy which fascinated me was uh, community champions. Mm -hmm. So what, who or what are they and um, what will people see, do you think? Yeah, so we, um, there's different, different ways we can do community champions. Um, what we don't, I think, want to do is just say to certain group of people, okay, well, you're, you're our main community champion, because again, kind of, <laughs> I'm going to repeat this again, but loneliness is, is everybody's um, problem, um, or everybody's business, rather. So what we want to do is we want to have a big training session for certain people, and what we want to do is have that training then uh, be able to kind of be disseminated um, to the wider community. So what we what we're trying to avoid basically is just having I don't know ten or fifteen people go. Well, these are the loneliness champions, and the, and then it kind of makes other people go. Okay, well I'm not then a loneliness champion, um, and anybody I want as many loneliness champions across Bromley as I can possibly have. So it's more going to be a training um, uh, kind of program rather than kind of a specific group of people, but um, the details are still being worked out, but um, please do watch the space, watch Bromley Council's loneliness page, 
um, and we will definitely have some more details up there. But definitely what we want to do is it, it's more of a training program. We are speaking to a couple other councils that have um, have done kind of similar things um, and just to make sure that it really fits with Bromley, really fits with what we want to achieve. When do you think people will actually start seeing a difference made by all of this? When, when will that kick in? Well, I hope... I hope fairly soon. Um, some of the contracts that we've uh, we've got, you know, changed a little bit, um, or we've got new kind of services added to. Hopefully, those residents and those people that are served by those contracts will see, you know, a difference right away. Um, you know, Community Links Bromley already has their community hub directory, and I can give you the link to share in your socials um, after this as well. But we, they've already been collecting different. Um, organizations and what those organizations do on each day so that people can already check it out that's really where I want to focus attention um, in the next kind of couple months so people know that that's kind of the hub where you go to if you want to know what's going on in Bromley Um, even if you're not lonely by the way because we want people to enjoy in all the services and on offer but that's really, I, I hope that people will start to see a difference right away in the services and the uh, programs that they can join. Because one of the big things that came up in the summit was, number one, we had no idea how much was going on in Bromley. And number two, th- one of the reasons why we don't have an idea about what's going on in Bromley because we don't have a central hub where everybody knows to go to. So I'm going to just keep plugging the community links Um uh, community directory because that is going to be well it is already already but that is really the place where you can find everything that's going on um, and I really hope that people will have a look and see what might interest them okay well loading this page on the council website on the one hand uh, community links in particular plus other people you've mentioned and anything where your imagination drives you that's got the word Bromley involved in it um, can help people with the loneliness uh, side of things and uh, I hope lots of people do get together in their uh, duos, trios, quadros, <clears throat> uh, and any number. Uh, and if this podcast uh, helps stimulate that in any way, and we'll come back to you and see how it's going at a later date, maybe come to an event or talk to the uh, champions, even if they don't know they're champions, uh, along the way we will. That's right. And you know, if anybody's listening who has a you know, a walking group, a coffee at your local, um, you know, coffee shop, anything like that. There's no, there's no events or little community groups that are big, too big or too small. So even if it's like a couple people that come every day, um, a knitting group, like anything, um, please do either speak to Community Links Bromley to get it on um, their page or speak to myself and I can, I can, you know, get that, um, your event raised in terms of profile because any little event it's important and we never know who's suffering from loneliness it could be your neighbor it could be the person down the street and that you know knowing that there's that group to to join locally sometimes makes a huge difference in in people's lives yeah and one part of it also is the attitude you go to things with as well as you said earlier on it's not that you're going necessarily because you feel lonely but I just want to meet other people. Uh, I've met two of my very best friends now as a result of business networking. And business networking, on the whole, you don't go in there thinking, I'm going to make friends. You go in there with the, I'm going to meet people who might lead to income coming my way, my services being bought, or I can help them, that kind of thing. But nevertheless, it had that result. So 
just getting off your chair and getting out there and seeing what's what and talking to anyone about anything. Really. That's right. That's right. And, you know, as I said, there's nothing, don't think anything is out the, you know, the realms, um, you know, dog clubs, any, anything is, is part of it. Um, and we just want to have as much publicized out there of what's going on in Bromley as possible so people can you know, hopefully join and it's dark, it's cold, and January is not a great month for a lot of people, February. So the more that we can get out, the more we can meet people, um, you know, hopefully the more we can tackle this really big societal problem. Uh, let me share with you a, a Bromley related story. Great. Right. One of the, uh, uh, an author, uh, name of David Nobbs, uh, was born in uh, Bromley, Norpington. Uh, and indeed, when the last uh, doodlebug, uh, or V2, whichever rocket was, came down in the war, uh, it shook plaster loose from his ceiling, and it was here. Anyway, uh, he went on to write uh, The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin, a bit of a do, some 1970s, I think, um, series. And The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin was uh, redone with Martin Clunes years later, and they buried a single joke in that, and that was that back in the original one, uh, Reggie Perrin, the hero as it were, uh, would be on the train, on his commute, uh, doing his crossword faster than anyone else, because he was filling it out with nonsense, and he'd I'd sort of shout out, oh, I'll finish the crossword, while the other ones were looking exasperated. They took no notice of him. And then later on they did a, a version with Martin Clunes, and he started a, a big rant in the carriage, but nobody heard him because they were all plugged into their phones and listening to things on their smart devices, listening to podcasts like this. <laughs> um, you know, if the loneliness minister uh, and the local rollouts of this kind of thing can do anything to make the British people speak to each other a little more nicely on public transport and things like this, more help. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the culture is utterly different in Ireland. If you go on the trains and things there, it's uh, conversation central. Well, even if you go up north. It's, 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 you know, people actually speak to you and it's, it's great. I used to commute to London, I had two conversations a year. <laughs> In fact, one of the only ones of those was with an Irish lady, so, uh, you know, oh. people don't mind being spoken to some of the time. Yeah, that's right, that's mm. right. You don't have to be a Londoner all the time or a Bromley. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for your time talking to us about what is really a very important issue. Um, the council, any council in the current time, does not like spending money lightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the people to be got together and for commitments to be made to do this, you can tell they're taking it seriously. I think the results are great. That's right. That's right. We, it's a huge, it's a huge uh, priority for us, and we have you know financial backing behind this as well. So it's um, it's it's a great initiative, and I hope that it will change some people's lives. Thank you. Thank you.